biscuits, and gravy. Hello, boys. What does LP stand for? Lizard people! Nazi whale margarine pirates! So far, I've had seven McRibs. Pull-a-buck! Pole pot pie. I'm the prognosticator of prognosticators. Like a slaughterhouse sangria? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, Aloha Biscuitiers. You got dialed on in to KAKU 88.5, the voice of... Gravy. That's right. We got cooking a lot of great stuff in the studio kitchen this morning. I have the one, the only, my co-host, my cohort, my co-something, Vincent Fody in the studio today. Biscuit is right here. That's right. I, I am right here. I, of course, am the host of the Biscuits and Gravy Show, Chuck Sauce, and we are going to be cooking up a lot of trouble today, baby. Back after so long, Chuck. How long has it been since you've been in the studio? Like, Too long. Like a month? I'm back in the ladle again. You... <laughs> You've been gone for so long that we've changed mediums. Yeah. We went from <laughs> <laughs> we went from uh, being on the radio to now we're on television. And before that, we were just uh, podcasting for a hot moment. We were in the bunker. Oh, yeah. Because COVID was real for a hot minute. But now we know the truth. What do we got cooking today, baby? Chuck, we got so much to talk about. Well, I let's mean, give them something to talk about, baby. It's so good to have you back here with us. Uh, last so good week, to be back. since you weren't here, I had to host a show. Boo! And a uh, wow. friend of the show, Rhonda Hanson, decided to stop in and join us. And she's always such a delight to have on the show. So yeah, we want to thank Rhonda Hanson. Mm. Also, what channel are we are we airing on? Do we know? Is uh, it 53 or 54? We're on 54? 50, 53, 54, 55. We were like 54 last week, but that's only because they were doing uh, election stuff. Mm. So I don't know if we're still on 54 or if we're on 53, but we're on TV right now. We're on... We have the option when you enter the hotels. You can either watch us <laughs> or the guy from Save by the Bell. It's Mario Lopez. Mario yeah. Lopez. So you did yes. listen to the show last week. Of course week. I did. <laughs> Uh, but it feels good to be back. It feels good to be back. Tony, they're still playing horror movies. Tony. Right. <laughs> I don't think Tony's here anymore. I don't think anyone's here. So, you know, it, it's sailing your port into Portmanteau, right? Yeah. Port, what do we call it? Portmanteau. Portmanteau. Because it's right. October. When, when two words become one, like the Spice Girls song, right? So we're on 54? Good. All right. So I guess it's official, Chuck. You and I are on TV. So one of my least favorite portmanteaus is Spooktober. They used to record our shows and then put them on TV. Yeah, man. But it would be like a couple weeks later. Yeah. You had to to funnel down the truth, So all of our lizard people... It gives the lizard people time to get away because yeah. we'd be like, look out for that lizard person. And then like two weeks later, they'd already be gone. That's what the powers that be want, Vincent Fody. They want to delay the truth. But now we know we can tell you guys immediately and you can take immediate action. Where yeah. are the lizard people right now? Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Whether you're a shape-shifting demonoid lizard person or just a regular guy, we really appreciate it being a part of the Biscuits and Gravy team. Of course, what do we call people that are part of the Biscuits and Gravy team, Vincent Fody? Those are biscuitiers. Those are biscuitiers. So whether you're a gravy gal or a biscuit boy you can join the biscuiteers at a website called biscuitwars.com well, you can you can listen to all of our past episodes on biscuitwars.com you can also follow us on patreon uh, if you go to biscuits and gravy 808 on patreon you can uh you can get some special exclusive content and join our only tier that we have which is the biscuit tier <laughs> and then you can also follow us on instagram biscuits and gravy 808 you can follow us on apple spotify all, wherever you get your podcast just look up biscuits and gravy 808 I got a question for you, Vincent Fody. It's been plaguing me all morning. Is it what's going on? What's your favorite four non song? <laughs> Probably got to be what's going on. I got a question for you, Chuck. No, you don't. Are you feeling good on a Wednesday? I'm feeling groovy on a Wednesday, bro. I could not possibly <sighs> any less groovy. I'm so happy, Chuck. So you much, happy. so much happened since we were. You are basking in my presence, Vincent Fody. Yeah, you should be elated. I'm a real Baskin Robin over here. Hey, all right. Um, we because I'm Batman. 
You're Robin. <laughs> I'm basking, all That's right. That's mean, actually. We're both Batman. That's because you look like a giant scoop of ice cream. Oh, You're right. so delicious, I want to eat you right up, Chuck. Mm, I got two scoops for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but since we were last on the show together, you and I went to Las Vegas. Oh, my God. We could do a whole episode on Gluttony Club, baby. We could do a whole episode on just the food that we ate while we were in Las Vegas. We also came back, and I got married, so we didn't get a chance to talk about that. So. <laughs> Nor, did, nor should we. Rhonda did give me some advice about being married. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Rhonda's been married longer than but both of us combined. Of us, I know, dude. Is that wild? <laughs> She's really got it all together. Yeah. That Rhonda Hanson. Rhonda figured it out. Hanson Lopez. Whatever her last name uh, is. Rhonda, well, her she's still Rhonda Hanson. That's her stage name. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up to the stage, Rhonda Hanson. <laughs> what is Biscuits and Gravy, Vincent Cody? Biscuits and Gravy is when we talk about uh, porn and conspiracy theories and food. Porn? <laughs> you know Let's what? Let's talk about the Halloween skeleton. Biscuits and Gravy <laughs> is too comedians making fun of portmanteau being overused in the month of october or as we call it portmanteau i hate it what's your least favorite uh halloween portmanteau spooktober spooktober yeah spooktober is not good at all no my new favorite one is they're doing an alfred hitchcock uh fest at the movie theater what do you think they're calling it uh Cocktober. Hitchcocktober. Okay. Cock- Center yourself, you biscuit boy. <laughs> Cocktober, I think, was already taken. Yeah. You can right. find that on Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Screamtacular. No. Because there's nothing. There's no. no. There has to for it to be portmanteau. It has to be two words that overlap. Screamtacular and spooktacular are the worst. You can't just use like the end of one word and tack it onto another word. No. That's spooky. I, I won't it. stand for it. No. You have like a spooky like jack-o'-lantern gourd behind you too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The the gourd is the word. <laughs> Can't hold it up to the camera. We can use props now because we're not just on the radio ah, anymore. It's oh, it's in. plugged in. All right. Don't don't pull it out of the wall there. Actually, Chuck in, pulling the, out of the wall in the Thompson. right light, it's uh, hard to tell you guys apart. Shut the F up, H. <laughs> so much. Uh, a couple other things we should be plugging right now. Gilgan's open mic. Gilgan's used to be Kono's, and then it was Sunset's on the green. Now it's <laughs> yeah. called Gilligan's, and every Tuesday they have a comedy open mic. So it's a great place for comedians like you and I to go and kind of hone our skills. Iron sharpens iron. As you know. That's a clip from last night, me rocking the sweetest jokes. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) And so, also, if you think you're funny or you want to try your hand at stand-up comedy, you can go down to Gilligan's. Or if you have some friends that you think are funny, but they're a little timid, they're a little tame, they're not as rambunctious as the Biscuit Boys, You you trick them them into going, and then you sign sign them up. up. And then you and guilt then, them. You like use peer pressure to make them go up on stage and yep. bomb. If our if our PSAs before biscuits and gravy tell us anything, it's that peer pressure is a good thing. <laughs> and today's show is sponsored in part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Megan Fox's Fox Skin Gloves. Hey Vince. <laughs> yeah. Got weird toe hands. No. Cover them up with Megan Fox's Fox Skin Gloves. Today's show is brought to us by Kim Kardashian Sunscreen. Nobody knows more about getting pounded by rays than Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Today's show is underwritten in part by Little John's Maid Service. They'll clean everything from the windows to the walls. <laughs> and also by Christopher Walking's Running Shoes. If you're going to run, stop with walking. Uh, thanks for getting it dialed in with the Biscuit Boys today. Did you know that... Uh, Kanye West is in the news. <laughs> oh, man. Can we not talk about Kanye West? Boo! Although there is a conspiracy that Adidas is run by Nazis. Okay, I, Adidas was, I know you're thinking all day I dream about sex, but originally, <laughs> did you know that people that were in Germany a hundred years ago may have had unsavory opinions? And I mean, like, Adidas was founded in, like, the 1940s slash 50s, right? I and think the, it was way before And then. the guy who founded it. It was Puma on one side oh, and so Adidas on the other. I think it was founded in like the 20s, but then it split up into Adidas you're, and Puma around the to 50s. wild speculation with Vincent Foti. Uh, that's not wild speculation. I read no less than one Wikipedia article. <laughs> I like on when this someone's subject. like, I read an article on Instagram. I did my own research. <laughs> All right, Vince. <laughs> and then I, got, I clicked on a hyperlink on vaccines. I got a, a question for you, okay? So, Kanye West wants to build his own mini city, right? 
What do you think he's going to call his mini city? It's all self-contained. Uh, Yeezy Town. Nope. Get one more try. Um, Yeezy Town? <laughs> like, like guys and dolls will just be in it? Like, uh, Yeezy Street. <laughs> That's where the capital is. I'm on Yeezy Street. It's called... All right, all right. All one right. more try. One more try. Kanye-tober. Nope. <laughs> Ecosystem. <laughs> now that's good portmanteau. Ecosystem's good. Ecosystem. It sounds like he, I, I feel like he came up with the name before he came up with the idea. That's like people have food trucks. Like, I want to have a food truck that sells salad, and we're going to call it Let Us Serve You. Get it? Uh, heads will roll. That's even better. I just came up with that on the spot, and that was better that a, than the fake thing restaurant? that you came up with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it takes place during the French Revolution. I love it, man. La Revolution. Mm, the I, revolution lives on. But as I've said many times, a lot of Boo. a lot of times uh, get, having a good band or a restaurant, a lot of it is coming up with the name first. Yes. has nothing to do with dedication. I won't tell you about the restaurant that I want to open in Las Vegas, but I did have an idea for a food truck that only sells Thanksgiving food, and we're going to call it a movable feast. Yeah, and if you get that joke, I'll give you a $50 coupon to Denny's Buy One, Get One Free. If you understand why that joke is funny, give us a call, 808-873-3435. We want to hear from you. I'm tired of explaining my jokes on the air. I think we're also tired of that too, Vincent Fody. All right, it's time to jump on the first uh, stop. How about the biscuits a, how and about train. a Vietnamese food truck called Vietnam? Vietnam Nam. Nam. Oh yeah. come on! All right, we gotta oh. do a show, Vincent. Speaking of comedy, Louis C.K. is coming to Honolulu. Honolulu? When? Do you want to go to Honolulu on a bro date? He's going to Hon- he's coming to Honolulu in November, and the first show sold out, so he actually added a second show. Oh yeah, I want to go. Uh, David Sedaris is coming back, and as you know, we're I'm only plugging this because David Sedaris is a biscuitier. Of course, uh, we, we have photographic evidence of this on our Instagram. We have a book signed by David Sedaris, Two Biscuits and Gravy, and it says something to the extent of Two Biscuits and Gravy, You Make Life Worth Living or something like that. <laughs> He's a true biscuitier, baby. So check out our Instagram, Biscuits and Gravy 808. I'm not making this up. David Sedaris is a biscuitier. And if you haven't read his uh, book of short stories, Me Talk Pretty One Day. That's a good well, one. You didn't get laid in college. So uh, yes. try it now. <laughs> <laughs> It won't get you laid, but it's a good read. But it'll get you laid in college. <laughs> uh, well, that's that's arguable. Today's show is underwritten in part by Beethoven's Apartments. Hey, Vince. Beethoven's Apartments, now available for, for a lease. Today's show is also brought to us by Jeffrey Tambor's Tambourine. Shake things up. Hey, now, Jeffrey Tambor's Tambourines. All righty. It's time to jump in the nuts and the bolts of the Biscuits and Gravy Show today, Vince and Cody. All right. Let's first... We there's there's one big old biscuit on the plate that we gotta get out of the way. We gotta we gotta cover all of the Vegas stuff that we did. All right, what was the best thing that you did in Vegas? Mm. Not the best thing that you ate. Oh, I was but gonna the, say beef Wellington by far. Okay. <laughs> I mean, still. very. I mean, eat something that you ate may have well have been the best thing that you did in Vegas. Um, I did. I mean, mushrooms and going downtown Vegas was pretty rad. Oh, that was a good time. Yeah, we took mushrooms at the pool at Caesars. We hung out at the pool at Caesars. I microdosed. Very so what fancy. What I did is I just took like a gram every hour. Gram of celery salt all day. Yeah, and then that that's microdosing. And then when we went downtown, we went to Fremont Street. That was a good time. And while we were on Fremont Street, we got one of my favorite food experiences while we were in Vegas. A cup of vodka? Just a a whole... (laughs) You did get a cup of vodka. I did get a cup. I was like, I have a vodka soda. It was like vodka and crushed ice. They gave me a 32-ounce crushed ice with 80% vodka and 20% soda. No, but I was going to say White Castle. Oh, yeah! Because White Castle, so if you go in, they sell different packages of like of like White Castle combo stuff, and so you can you can buy a box you can buy a box of like twenty White Castle sliders. You can get a, a like a box of like forty. You can do like a hundred. And White it comes Castle, with like a small little, fry. little mini, little mini ones. <laughs> they got the little mini sliders. And Dude, their onions are so good. I know, everything about the it. Cheese is so good. And you have to you have to realize by default they don't come with cheese on them, but you can add cheese for like an extra like couple bucks. You can add cheese to all forty of your sliders. <laughs> yeah. So we just were all wasted sitting in White Castle eating a box of like twenty sliders. They're so good, crinkle fries, so good. And they were out of Coca Cola. There's this weird thing where Vegas, like nobody, like Pepsi owns Las Vegas. And Pepsi won't allow Coca-Cola into Las Vegas. So we think that's my that conspiracy theory. Coca-Cola is somehow classier than Pepsi, right? 
Okay, like well, I mean, if... that's that's not something that we think. That's something that's a proven fact. You sure? Yeah. I mean, who likes Coca Cola? Santa Claus. That's right. Polar bears. <laughs> who like the classiest? The classy people. Who likes Pepsi? People Britney that Spears. Basketball in the eighties. <laughs> Britney Spears and Las Vegas residents. <laughs> no class. No class, baby. All I have, I can't say it. Can't uh, say it. Britney Spears was on Island recently, wasn't she? She was. She said the montage. No, but all right, biscuits here. Think about where you live, and when you go out to a restaurant, not like a not a Taco Bell or something like that. But I mean, like a, you can think about Taco Bell all you want. But not. Bro. But like a real restaurant, what kind of soda do they have? Is it Pepsi or is it Coke? Oh. Here, almost everybody has Coke, but in Las Vegas, everybody drinks Pepsi. It's really weird. Caller number five, you're live. Hello, boys. Oh. Favorite president. <laughs> hey, how's it going? You can clear this up for us. Uh, Trump, what kind of soda do you drink? Boys, I think you're sleeping on RC Cola. It's the best. <laughs> well, we know that Donald Trump, Trump used to drink uh, about a case of Diet Cokes a day, but because he was betrayed by his Diet Coke valet, he is now switching over to RC Cola. And, boys, have you ever tried Ab Delicious? <laughs> Now, boys, the reason I called today, I need a good recipe for some good toilet wine. <laughs> oh, you're, you're making Pruno. Pruno, baby! <laughs> Caller number five, this is the notorious DJ Donald Trump getting prepped because you want to make some good toilet wine, right? Right. He's probably going to make it at his house because, you know, he's not going to be under indictment or anything. He's not being subpoenaed. And we're just going to tell him how to make toilet wine in his uh, now, his gold toilets Trump, at his house. Before we tell you how to make toilet wine on the Biscuits and Gravy Show on KAKU 88.5, the voice of toilet wine, how do you feel about Liz Traitorous Cheney not wanting you to be on TV for the January 6th hub blue Hold on, and, Chuck. And... Let me answer this for you right now. Okay. What's her name? Liz Traitorous Cheney. Okay, and... Uh, what can you not spell lizard without? Whoa! Liz. L I Z, right? I Whoa. think that's all you need to know. Whoa! Liz Cheney. Just like, uh, what was the name of the new prime minister who is no longer prime minister? Oh, yeah. Liz Buckwheat. I don't know. Yeah. I made that up. Liz Truss or whatever. Truss. Also, lizard. lizard. Yeah. Now, I'm wondering if Trump is drinking RC Cola because that's royal crown cola. Yeah, and we do know that Trump has always thought himself to be very king-like. Do you have any golf courses in the U.K.? No, I don't have any golf courses in the U.K. I do have one uh, in Russia that I like a lot. It's pretty great. <laughs> I thought you had one in Scotland. I sold it, Chuck. I sold it. I don't like Scotland anymore. Which golf course did you bury your ex-wife in? Like, you got divorced <laughs> She still ba- you still buried her on one of your golf courses. I think that was Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> I buried that horrible woman in New Jersey. So we want to do a bit of a fundraiser here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I want to buy you a golf course in the U.K. so you can drink all the RC Cola you want and run for prime minister. Great idea, Chuck. I love it. He can't be any worse than Liz Trust, right? Uh, I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> They're just going to have like a thing of milk wearing a wig and see which one goes worse first. <laughs> All right. So uh, before we let you go, Trump, here's what you got to do. You get some oranges from the mess hall, right? Um, or you can have somebody put some money on your commissary, you know, and then you can get some oranges. You want to take the orange peels. And the oranges. You also want to try to get some fruit cocktail. Smuggle that back to your cell or bedroom. You know, if you're at your if you're at your house in Mar-a-Lago, and then you're gonna to want to take these things, mash them up together. You want to mash up. You want to get a good mash going on. You want to mash up the fruit cocktail. You want to mash up your orange peels. Uh, if you have some sugar cubes, you want to throw some sugar in there too, because there's already going to be some natural sugars in the fruit. But the more sugar, the better the fermentation process. You're gonna put it all into a plastic bag. And uh, you're going to let it sit around in the sun to ferment for a little while. You want to make sure you mash everything up really nice. And then uh, you let it sit around. And then once that plastic bag starts to fill up with gas, That's you know the it's big fermenting. Thing. You want it to fill up with gas, baby. You want it to fill up with gas so that you know it's fermenting. And then uh, you're good to go. You got some homemade toilet wine. Thanks, boys. I really appreciate it. You're a lifesaver. Now I got to go walk Mr. Fluff again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I forgot about Mr. Fluffikins. I love it. I well, love it. Thanks for calling us, Trump, and don't forget to make America gravy again. Au revoir, boy. Okay. <laughs>
<laughs> Ooh, he's getting a little French this week. Ooh, a little hands-on, man. You know what? I think oh. I think this whole Mr. Fluffikins thing is going to help soften his image in the public. <laughs> yes. You know, because he has he has a little bit of a reputation for being like a ham-fisted traitor. <laughs> <laughs> Where would he get that? Where did that come from? Um, but with the Mr. Fluffikins thing, you know, it's, it kind of shows the softer side of Trump. Now, we were talking about Liz Truss. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this. I don't know if they set up a live camera. All I remember was that as a joke, they the, these people in the UK put a blonde wig on a piece of lettuce and drew a face on it. And they're like, what's going to last longer, Liz so Truss's British. career as prime minister or this head of lettuce in a blonde wig? And then she she stepped down as prime minister last week, so she actually lost to the head of lettuce in a blonde wig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish the United States did that, though, right? What, where if you realize that you made a terrible mistake electing your official you could like immediately force them to step down yeah exactly yeah that would have been nice back in like 2016 <laughs> what, 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 what happened then <laughs> just hypothetically <laughs> i'm saying in case hillary had gotten elected mm. we could have forced her to step down immediately you have, to, you have to get a qualified impeachment and even then that doesn't really get rid of a president i mean it worked for nixon and that was about it right um also while we were talking to uh, the former president there donald uh, trump the current and the future current and future president uh, the nineteenth president of the United did, States. We did mention voting. something that sounded like a joke, but um, it's actually true. That's like the 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 base of the biscuits and gravy show. Is it sounds like it's a joke? It sounds like it's a but joke. It's, but it's true, actually baby. Havana syndrome is real and was proven to be real. Mm-hmm. We were ahead of the curve on that. But uh, we were talking about how Donald Trump had a button that he could press, and he had a it would <laughs> it would make a guy come in with a diet coke. He had a diet coke valet. Yeah. So it turns out. All that money that people gave him to, like, become president and build the wall, he was just using, like, the public funds. No, he wasn't. He was... Yes, he was. No, that was just taxpayer dollars. He was using those to fund his own stuff. But, I mean, I'm sure the Diet Coke and the button in the White House, because it was in the office of the president, it was probably funded by taxpayer dollars. No! He used money, fundraising funds for it. To buy Diet Coke. To buy Diet Coke. <laughs> and, and hire a Diet Coke valet. And hire a guy like P. Diddy. Had that guy that just followed him around with the umbrella. That's so sexy. So, Di- so Donald Trump. This is true, guys. You can look it up. He had a Diet Coke valet. He had a button installed. Biden actually had it uninstalled. I don't know why Biden didn't just why, keep it. Yeah, in. dude. He should have like just made it Reagan like oval teen or something. <laughs> Reagan tearing down Carter's sun panels. That's, that's true. Jimmy Carter put uh, solar panels on the White House, and then when Reagan got into office, he was like, F this. Like, yeah. We're not going to – renewable energy. Renewable energy, that's not the American way. And he I want to buy drugs and he, sell guns in the Middle East, bro. We're going in, to incarcerate black people. That's what we're – that's the, uh, the only black thing that I'm concerned about, yep. not solar panels. And then we're going to release all the crazy people from the loony bins and then make our police force like the military. You know what? Sometimes I like to say that because of how far to the right the Republican Party has moved since then, that Don- that Ronald Reagan would have been a Democrat by today's standards. But actually, if you think about it, um, releasing crazy people and closing all the insane asylums and tearing solar panels off the White House out of spite. That's that, like that, the most Republican thing you could do. Yeah, that sounds pretty Republican to me. Yeah. I'm all about it. I think people are way too Reagan, much So, Reagan, you're still a Republican in my heart. Mm-hmm. Biden should have replaced the Diet Coke valet with, like, an Ovaltine valet or Metamucil, maybe. Yeah. What do, what do really old people drink? You know what's funny? Fibercon. They, they only say that old people are using Facebook now, right? They call it Boomer Book. But what did but what did Facebook Is that true? That's funny. But what did Facebook change their, their company name to? Meta. And then who? Meta Musil? Meta Musil. Eh? Oh. Eh? Maybe Zuckerberg really knows what's going on. Every time you sign on to get a nice little poop. <laughs> so so any <laughs> <laughs> get more fiber in your diet. Metal you, you I'm pooping too much. Use get Facebook on. to get some fiber in your diet. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Long story short, the guy that was that was delivering Donald Trump his like hourly diet coke turned out that he was one of the people that turned in a bunch of information on him and had a bunch of info about him stealing classified documents. So his Diet Coke Valley ended up being part of his downfall. <laughs> Who would have thought that drinking that much Diet Coke wouldn't have harmed you physically, 
but it would have harmed you career-wise. Isn't it funny that Donald Trump said that wind turbines give you cancer, but has no problem drinking 18 Diet Cokes a day? (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of aspartame. That's a lot! But you know, Trump does get a lot of aspartame, so... He does. Works out out really well. Um, What else did we eat in Vegas? Oh my god, are we still doing this? We went to Delilah's. (laughs) Yeah. Where Delilah's was like old school kind of style. Except they did da- like Daft Punk covers, but in jazz. Yeah, it was like swing jazz place. It was like being at the Great Gatsby. It was mansion while, while you're in there. Oh, There's like so flappers, much drinking going on, like so flapper many dancers, and then we got to eat a steak Diane. Oh, so good! Which was awesome because I had just been introduced to steak Diane by you. Mm-hmm. I had my first one recently, right. so I had something to compare it to. I'm like, Psst, you ever have steak Diane? We got to go to the Guy Fieri restaurant oh, and get man. some trash can nachos. Trash can not just like we thought it was going to be. Though. I got to say, not overrated at all. No, not whatsoever. at all. Yeah, that place was great. I, I got to throw I got, shade to Guy Fieri, but guess what? Nachos are always like unevenly portioned, right? Right. You got too much stuff in the middle, and then there's too much area. It's like it's like all the the rich people get concentrated, and all the poor people get nothing. But Guy Fieri, he's the communist of the nacho food. Everything gets divided equally and saturated, and I love it. That's a trick to making great nachos. I've I've said this many times on the show, and this is the reason why Diana won't make nachos. She'll make me make the nachos because you have to painstakingly build your nachos so that every single chip is properly allocated some sort of cheese or goo or meat or something. Definitely got to get the goo. You got to get you got to get lots of goo on there. Got to get the goo. Except guys, don't forget you got to put the the sour cream on afterwards. You want that you want those cold that cold sour cream on. Ugh, I you don't want to cook the sour pot cream recipes where they put like a quarter pound of Philadelphia cream cheese in and then crock pot it for four hours. You crock pot, then drain, then add your cream cheese. Then you add your cream cheese, guys. How many times do we have to say this? Ugh, you but, ever try to reheat Taco Bell and there's the Taco Bell sour cream, the oh, cheapest, yeah. grossest of the sour cream? I, there's no such thing as bad sour cream. Yes, there is. But, <laughs> well, I mean, it's already sour. What's it going to do? Go sour? <laughs> right? It's not going to get any worse. Uh, but we did also get one of those giant Bloody Marys, oh one of those fully loaded Bloody Marys that had like 12 jalapenos on it mm. and waffle fries. We had bacon-wrapped uh, jalapeno <laughs> shrimps. Oh, yeah. Those were super good, too. Like all, the, all the food groups. Uh, Nomad Library we ate at, mm-hmm. which was Nomad Library was this super swanky place uh, restaurant that we ate at. And they had some really nice high-end food, and they had something that I had been wanting to try for a long time, dry-aged beef. Yeah, it's, like, cheesy. Yeah. You and know so, how you age cheese? You can't age Velveeta. But you and, get the good cheese, you put it in a cave. Yeah, and so for Steak Saturday, a lot of times, I had constantly been wanting to try doing, a, like, a dry-aged steak, but it's almost impossible to do at your house unless you have, like, a special refrigerator mm-hmm. that's made for dry-aging. And so I was, I was starting to think... I was never going to get a chance to try some dry-aged uh, steak. And then we go to Nomad Library, and sure enough, they've got like a dry-aged New York strip on the menu. It was so cheesy without having cheese on it. Yeah, so when you dry-age something, just like when you make a cheese, uh, and you and like when you're making blue cheese, those natural like fi- uh, fungus and stuff get into – like those molds get into the cheese. And, and it, it brings out it, like, the umami. It gives out it like this earthy umami flavor oh. and everything, and it's uh, – it just adds this really nice layer of flavor to to anything that you're going to eat. They do that with uh, meats and stuff, too, like in Italy when they're drying out, like, salamis mm. and stuff like that. And so this is a steak that's done the same way. It gets a little bit of patina on it that you have to cut off on the outside. <laughs> but what? It, uh, like a, a patina? Oh, yeah. You got to, like, shave off the fungus part. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What to do. We're not using technical terms it's, here. It's got, <laughs> it's got a little, like, metamucil on it or something. <laughs> that you got to like cut off. But then when you eat the steak, the steak has like this earthy, almost cheesy flavor to it, mm. and it's just super nice. So mm. I was glad that I got to fought, to try that. And we got a baked Alaska. <sighs> so good. Dude. Which one you they tell our it table side, Why don't you tell our viewers what a baked Alaska is? I don't know. It's like ice cream that they laid on fire. Yeah, it's like an ice cream in the center, and then it's covered in a, a layer of meringue. 
Meringue isn't so good. And then they like it's toast. whipped, bro. It's whipped. And then a lot of times when you make a baked Alaska, you take like a little a blowtorch and just kind of like toast the meringue. But these guys, they not they, here, bro. Yeah, not they, the librarians. They like uh, flambate it, where they kind of like set some liqueur on fire and then they, they pour it, it over blue there. And oh, beautiful, man. cray cray. It was super good. Maybe I'll post. I don't think I posted any of the Vegas mm. food pictures. I had lobster yet. mac and cheese like three times. That trip. I posted it, it on my Instagram, but I'll have to post some to the biscuits and gravy Instagram. Why aren't more restaurants giving cotton candy for dessert? So, guys, check out the Biscuits and Gravy Instagram, Biscuits and Gravy 808. I'll post all those delicious food pictures uh, just shortly after the show mm. so you can see all that. Uh, oh, should we talk about McDonald's also? Yeah, dude. I was wondering if you were going to talk about McDonald's. So we're going from high class to no class. McDonald's. Oh, they just sell Pepsi. No, they don't. They sell Coke. They sell Coke. So, yeah. uh, so we're going to go ahead and put them in the classy yep, clearly, pile. Clearly. <laughs> McDonald's. Get this, they did a, a limited run of adult Happy Meals and Long said it was going to come with adult toys, which means I thought they were going to have plugs. like sex toys in yeah. the Happy Meals. Like, this isn't a wristband. But it, it turned out it was just like classic McDonald's toys, but oh. instead of having two eyes, they had four eyes. So the McDonald's is not giving sex toys out to people? McDonald's is, is not giving sex toys. Mm. Well, I mean, anything's a sex toy if you're brave enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're adventurous enough. Um, what kind of toys did you get? I didn't even get to participate in it because what? it was only they were only doing that for like a very limited time and it sold out super fast and now the Why toys... Why didn't bother? Now the toys are going for like 20, 30 bucks on eBay so you can't even get them anymore. Mm. But you know what McDonald's is doing right now? Buckets. They're doing the, the spooky Halloween buckets the the trick or treating buckets they brought them back after yeah. all these years yeah. and so each uh, each McDonald's is varying when they have the different buckets so you have to call ahead to find out which one that they have but we were able to acquire all three we got the white one the spooky ghost one you and your the, wife yeah. the pumpkin one and the the green gobliny one it's called a McGoblin a McGoblin no. <laughs> no also Chuck I've got something some very exciting news for you is it McGoblin related it, it is McGoblin related <laughs> um, you may want to be stopping by McDonald's soon because McDonald's is bringing back the McRib again 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 they are bringing back the McRib biscuit is right here <laughs> wow yoga mats must be going down again or something. Yeah, so they got to get all those extra yoga mats out of there. <laughs> but <laughs> the McRib, so th- so this is what McDonald's has said. <clears throat> they're saying that they're getting rid of the McRib once and for all. No. And this is the final farewell tour of no! the McRib. So between now and November 20th, they're going to be doing the, the final release of the McRib, and then it's going to be going away for... Presumably, like another decade, because sometimes they—it's been. A, sometimes they go a long time. Sometimes they go away for a long time. So, uh, it's not, it might not be one of those things where they're like going to bring it back again in six months to a year. You might be seeing the McRib go away for a long time. This guy's. They had it, and then Trump became elected, and then they brought it back when Biden became elected. Right. Right. Speaking of going away for a long time, Donald Trump (laughs) is a big fan of the McRibs. As you know, we here at the Biscuits and Gravy Show, also huge fans of the McRib. Um, You are. I am On average. On average, we're both big fans of the McRib because I'm a fan enough to outweigh your distaste for the McRib. I like ribs, but I don't like – I don't know. I mean, you, know. you like real ribs. I mean, I like something. Um, also, we should do a, a sad farewell to Quattro. Yeah, a little R.I.P. We never bro. really got to talk about the fact that Quattro closed. One of our favorite restaurantes. Yeah. I'll never forget the night that it was raining and I picked you up and we drove over to Quattro. And instead of bringing a bottle of wine... It's BYOB, baby. It's BYOB. We brought a bottle of Jameson. Yeah, they put it in a champagne bucket. We brought, we brought in a bottle of Jameson, and I got so hammered that I couldn't drive home to my house, which was <laughs> which was like a mile away. Yeah. So I don't remember who drove my car that night. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was me. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't remember leaving Quattro that night. Yeah, it rained, and I realized that I had one working windshield wiper. But I actually, I, I have an acquaintance uh, that worked at Quattro, so I was actually able to find out what happened to him. Oh. Turns out one of those foreign investment companies bought up, like, the mall area and just, like, tripled everybody's rent and forced everybody out. How does that work? 
I don't know. And also, the, We're gonna have to do uh, a deep dive on what's this. the name of the sushi place right over there? That Sansei? Had, Sansei. They moved already. Sansei had to move. Um, and presumably, it's because of the same thing that they raised the rent on Sansei so much that they had to leave and move a block away, which is ridiculous. But Sansei's is still is still empty too. And so, from what I'm hearing, nobody is going to be able to maintain their restaurants there because they're just raising the prices up. Oh no! And the people it means the Indian place is going to go. Oh, I got to go to Kamana before yeah, Kamana before Kitchen. They go, bro. That place is awesome. They got toasted mustard, man. They got such good food over there. Mm. Get some butter chicken. Butter chicken, the, bro. The number one. It's half of my favorite ingredients. The, <laughs> like, butter chicken is the number one white person Indian food of all time. So go get your butter chicken while you still can. Um, yeah, it's really sad. There's a lot. Of, they've been doing this a lot. They did it at the Kikui Mall, too, a while ago, where they just, they, they'll raise the rent, they'll sell the place, and they take out insurance on the property. It's like rental, reverse uh, renter's insurance. It's like the big short, yeah? Yeah, whereas if you take out insurance on this place, and then if nobody is able to pay their rent and they ha- it has to just remain empty, then you still get paid. Hmm. So I don't know how that's legal, but I think Maui County should start imposing fines on people. You know what? Let's start, let's start like a grassroots of that thing, you know? Oh, I don't want to actually do something. I want to actually do something. Victor I just want to complain about it. No, I'm a man. But of I action. do, I do miss Quattro, and we are gonna love Quattro. It'll always be in our hearts and hearths. <laughs> and uh, I'm probably from all the butter. Yeah, that's. <laughs> they had some good food there, man. It was very small, hard to get reservations, but once you got in, it was it was as good so as it gets. Good. All right, you want to take like a break or something? I do. Coming back, we're gonna talk about robots killing cockroaches. We're going to talk about a Han Solo bakery. Ooh. Are we? Yeah. I didn't know about a Han Solo bakery. Oh, yeah. All right. So All right. we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back after these messages. Today's show is underwritten in part by Jim Croce's Spice Rack, when you need to keep time in a bottle. And also today's show is brought to us by Jude Law's Colostomy Bags, the law is on your side. Coming back from a break, we're going to get Chuck Stuff, the knowledge buffalo. Spoiler alert and some wacky news stories of the day. Hergity herk herk. We don't have time for any of that. Boop. Welcome back, Biscuiteers. You got dialed on in to Akaku Channel, whatever, whatever, or KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui, or you are broadcasting recorded on BiscuitWars.com. That's right. We are truthers. Or on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or RSS. all the pod blasters, wherever you get your podcasts yeah, from. Tutor, Listening to his commercial That's free. you listening to the show. You oh, yeah. laughing. You laughing, you biscuit boy. So there's so much going on in the news today, Vincent Fody. Bend so over, much that Abigail we... May, because here comes a gravy pipe. We're just going to brush over these stories, right? Okay. California Baker creates life-size Han Solo out of bread. Okay. Uh-huh. I like it. All right, now, this is going to be the best thing for Maui ever. All right, you ever heard of cockroaches? Yes. They're gross. I got cock-blocked. My wife saw how dirty the house was. Doesn't have sex with me, right? You've, you've had it happen before. So no. there's a scientist that created artificial intelligence. Okay. Not only, but they have lasers, and there's a turret that's designed to kill cockroaches. Okay, because the beginning of this story sounds like everything you hate. Yes. AI. Scientists. Science. Lasers. Turrets. turrets AI that can shoot things and shoot lasers. Uh-huh. This sounds like all the stuff that terrifies you. But I do know how much you hate cockroaches. Dude, mention your tiles made out of the turrets. And, and squishing maggots up. with your bare it's feet. It's all like, poo-poo, poo-poo. <laughs> <laughs> zap, zap. Poo-poo, poo-poo. If you were to kill cockroaches with an artificial intelligence turret, what would it sound like? <laughs> oh, really? Mine's <laughs> pew-pew, pew-pew. So is it like a little Roomba that goes around your house shooting cockroaches? All right, so you ever play Command & Conquer? Yeah. It's like a turret, bro, and it's like... Blah, 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 blah. Okay, but does the turret move, or you just set up a turret in the middle of your house Let's and it zaps cockroaches? Uh, it moves. Okay, yeah. So you put it on a little Roomba. It goes around. It zaps everything. And then if you put it on the Roomba, too, then it can like sweep up all the cockroach eggs and prevent further infestations. Mm, that's what hopefully Roombas could do. Can you set it to kill uh, Black Widows? Because I know you had quite the, uh, the Black, Widow Black Widow problem at your old place. You keep them in sausage jars. I wonder if they disclosed that when they sold the property. Yeah, <laughs> nah, probably not. Don't tell them about Narnia. There's a closet that you referred to as Narnia. Yeah, that dude, was that was filled with spiders. Forever. 
Do you hear that, Chuck? That's not going to be one thing and one thing only. It is time for Biscuits and or Gravy News. That's true. On BGR. That's right. Biscuits and Gravy Radio. So, Biscuits and or Gravy News is brought to us by Manny Pacquiao's Backpacks. When you need a quality backpack, back Pacquiao. Biscuits and Gravy News is underwritten and barred by lovely, community-minded celebrity sponsors like Justin Trudeau's Real Bread. Because real bread can only come from a Trudeau. That's Trudeau. And also by Andrew Jackson's Eye Drops. Guaranteed to get the red out. You'll have a trail of tears with Andrew Jackson's Eye Drops. Only $20. Oh, I love it. All right. What a beautiful piece of history So, Chuck, is. as you know, the mainstream media is always... The lame stream the media? The lame media is always very lax when it comes to reporting biscuits and or gravy-related news. Because biscuits and gravy brings the world together, and lamestream media, the corporate shills, are trying to divide us, make it easier for the elite to take over, Vincent Bodie. It's all about dividing and conquering. Chuck, and so no, no, nothing is a better uh, antidote to dividing and conquering than biscuits and gravy, because everybody loves biscuits and gravy. Everybody loves it. If you don't like biscuits and gravy, you're not an American. City mouse, country mouse, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, fine broadcasters like you and I, that's right, or people like uh, dedicated Voldemort, broadcast whose name journalists. shall not be mentioned. <laughs> Even yeah. he likes gravy. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, biscuitiers. Well, anyway, uh, he, we've got some biscuits and/or gravy news for you, Chuck. Have I'm you ever sure heard? Have you ever heard of a, a band called the Beatles? The Beatles. Yes. Well, what if that, I that boy band, the Fab Five? Right. Yes. <laughs> the Fab Four. There's four of them, but then there's always that fifth Beatle. Everybody, he, you know, the he fifth died of being gay and taking a lot of speed. The right? fifth Beatle is you, listeners. <laughs> the Beatles in our hearts. <laughs> the fifth Beatle was the friends we made along the way. Um, <laughs> uh, so the Beatles, okay, you you know them, you love them. What would you say if I told you I had some Beatles gravy related news? I would say that it's it's time to celebrate. So. <laughs> Today's your birthday. All right. And we've just been sued by the ghost of Michael Jackson. All right. Uh, The Beatles, when they played their last show in San Francisco, um, before they played their final show, I think it was Candle... The one that they did on the roof? Candlewick Stadium. No, their their last actual show. Like, actual, like, real concert. Um, they played it in San Francisco, <clears throat> and before the show, as people are wont to do, they went into the green room and they had a little dinner. You know, the guy brought them out some Yorkshire puddings, and while they were eating the Yorkshire puddings, which, as we know, by the way, guys, Britons out there, not everything's a pudding. You can't just call everything a pudding. Here we in the U.S. we have very strict definitions of what a pudding is. You can't just go willy nilly calling everything a pudding. Okay, but a Yorkshire pudding is like a bread cup that they put gravy and stuff in, right? So anyway, they ate their Yorkshire puddings and and they had some they had some good snacks and desserts and everything before the show. Also, Joan Bias was there. <laughs> and, oh yeah, and they spilled a bunch of gravy all over this tablecloth. So there's a Beatles gravy stained tablecloth, <laughs> and then they also Joan Bias and some of the Beatles took turns doodling stuff and signing the tablecloth. Nice. Yeah, so they they got to write their names on the tablecloth, and uh, I think. Paul McCartney drew like a little a little doodle and some sketches on there. Mm. And He's like, "Help jo- me, I'm jo- dead." And jo- <laughs> Joan Baez drew some portraits of the Beatles and everything. Well, anyway, this guy who was the caterer for the final show, he took the tablecloth home. It was like something really treasured to him, and so he hung it up in in the window of his shop. And this was like fifty years ago. Yeah, and, and I then, bet. And then somebody smashed the window and stole the tablecloth. No. And then 50 years goes by, and he always talked about how his beloved tablecloth was stolen. And then somebody out of the blue, the guy who stole it, died, and his sister returned the tablecloth to the original owner of the tablecloth. No way. So not only is it a heartwarming story. I'm surprised Yoko Ono didn't sue him for it or something. She's terrible. Yeah, she does suck. But we talked about gravy bringing people together. This gravy, gravy does bring this it's gravy the universal stained, universal fire. This gravy stained tablecloth brought You're a gravy stained tablecloth. These two people together to return 
this this uh, Beatles relic of Beatles history, <clears throat> and it's just a beautiful thing. And so they said that the 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 tablecloth you can look at pictures of it online. There's like little doodles and gravy stains all over it. Little doodles and gravy stains. And they also said that it's it may go for like ten to fifteen grand. In, oh really? In an auction. Yeah. So what's our biscuitier again? It's the biscuit and gravy. The the. <laughs> It's uh, Biscuits and Gravy 808 if you go to Patreon. So if you want uh, – so go on and give us like 15 grand and then mm. we'll buy this gravy-stained Beatles tablecloth. George Harrison wiped his sweat off with it so you can see his face on it. So. <laughs> but it's pretty cool. It's, uh, it's one of the greatest gravy-related – It is one of the greatest gravy-related arti- artifacts, artifacts since uh, Hitler's gravy boat. Yes, yeah. which also went for about 15K. Yeah, and yeah. we did not – bid on that because it's only legal to bid on it in Australia. Yeah, Australia, US, which where Mel Gibson is from. You're not allowed to sell really Nazi Lucy memorabilia. Nazi policy. I'm sure, I'm sure Mel Gibson has something to do with that. Yeah. Mel, uh, now Kanye West is the new Mel Gibson. So now maybe Kanye West will help loosen up our our Nazi policies here in the U.S. Yes, that, maybe I'm that's. Just, I'm hoping for more Kanye. Maybe in, that's what he was meeting with Donald Trump about. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, as we as you said last night, Kanye is now a Republican, and his name is actually Khan Yi. Yeah, <laughs> his name is. Who is he going to con? He's going to con Yi. That's you, Yee. listener <laughs> slash viewer. <laughs> oh man! Oh lordy, lordy! Now, if you or I desecrated a tablecloth, we would get in trouble for it. I mean, so what no, level of fame I'm, do you have to achieve before? People are like, oh, this is a okay, work of art. First of all, now. boo you, Vincent Fody. Okay. I can desecrate <laughs> anything I want, and it's going to become a national treasure, so just suck it. Well, I mean, Tony is always making you like clean up after yourself. In the I never clean here. up after myself. I'm a national <laughs> treasure. We have to come in, spray Lysol on your seat after you leave the... You should just spray Lysol anyway, Vincent Fody. Yeah, you should be spraying Lysol, Lysol, guys. Spray a lot of Lysol at your house and keep yourself disinfected and stay safe this holiday season. Mm, yeah, stay safe. <laughs> and you know what, what a good gift for the holiday season would be? Benedict Cumberbatch's Dictionaries. Have no worries with Benedictionaries. Or how about a gift certificate to Taylor Swift's Overnight Alterations? Because sometimes you need a tailor and sometimes you need a Taylor Swift. Are you feeling a little shaggy lately? Why don't you visit our dear friends at Britney We're not Spears supposed to say his name. Hair Cutting Scissors <laughs> for the best in shears. Get Britney Spears! And also, today's show wouldn't have been possible without the support of Condoleezza's Rice. It'll advocate war crimes against, against hunger. hunger. All right, so <laughs> let's do a little bit of spoiler alert. As you know, we got three minutes, bro, to wrap it up. A whole lot of stuff to talk about for spoiler alert. Rings of of Power finally had its finale. So, if you were one of those Lord of the Rings fans out there that was watching the Lord of the Rings show on Amazon, I was a big fan of it. Uh, We did find out who Sauron was, but black elves exist. Puerto Rican elves exist. That's the that's the internet right there. Uh, And (laughs) that that's. That's the internet when they see a non-white actor portraying an elf in a television fantasy series. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Rings of Power, uh, I give it like an 8 out of 10. Pretty solid. If you're if you're a Lord of the Rings fan, you probably weren't made too irate by it. Uh, we did find out who Sauron was. We did not find out who the mystery guy was. Is it Gandalf? Probably not. It might be Radagast or somebody. It might be Radagast. We'll find out next season. Uh, they also did finally start making some actual rings, so they mm. saved it for the last episode. So we're looking forward to seeing how that comes to fruition in season two. Also, they had the season finale of House of Dragons as well, all ten episodes. There was some only eight day, episodes. Baby. There was only eight episodes of Rings of Power, but House of Dragon had ten episodes, and uh, it's full on war at this point. Yeah. So I I don't know what side you're on. I'm kind of on side Targaryen, but uh, you know the the High Towers did make them a very good offer, so it would seem foolish to turn that offer down. But first we're, half we're gonna see of Rick and Morty is over for now. They're on a little bit of a hiatus. They're they gonna are, be coming back. They'll a be back bit next later, month, in the end of November. So uh, there's no new Rick and Morty episodes right now. The last one was about dinosaurs coming back to Earth. So funny, bro. Uh, very so good episode. So funny. There's a new show called Chainsaw Man, if you're an anime fan. Uh, there's also uh, uh, the series finale of The Patient on Hulu was really good as well. Oh, oh, my God. I didn't see the last episode. Did you see it? I saw it. 
Oh, no. And so uh, no! it doesn't end as you probably are expecting it to end. So go check that out. That's Steve Carell not being funny, which he was popular for not being yeah. funny on The Office. Also, Andor is on uh, Disney Plus right is, now. Does anyone watch it? There's no buzz. Uh, no, it's I've actually, heard no buzz. It's actually getting really good critical acclaim because mm. it's not like it's kind of more on the serious side. What's the buzz? Oh, Tell me and what's also, happening. What's the buzz? Did you watch that Elvis movie on HBO? No, Tom with Tom Hanks, Lamb Shanks. Uh, it's actually pretty good. Pretty. It's kind of, uh, I enjoyed it, but um, here's one thing that they didn't. Did you see Herschel Walker pulled out that fake badge Dude, during the debate? Herschel Walker <laughs> is just one step away. From being Herschel Walker crazy. is a crazy person who's running for senate or governor or something. Yeah, of like and Georgia. By the way, and don't so think that football since, gives you brain damage. Since I said that, yeah, he's he's definitely flirting with CTE a lot, <laughs> but he did pull out a fake badge, which is kind of like if. It, he's like an honorary member of the police department, which is weird. Like if you because he does neglect and if you go on family. a plane and the pilot gives you pilot wings, you're not a pilot. Oh what? Yeah, unfortunately, right, our show's over. Our show's over. Yep. No, we still have a couple minutes. We have like a minute. But Elvis Presley was did have a real DEA badge, so he was able he to did. like fly around he with drugs. He went to Nixon's high on drugs. And got a DEA like, badge. Hey, I want to be able to fly with drugs. And Nixon was like, get this man a DEA badge. <laughs> All right. You ready for Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo? No, I'm not. Dan from Seattle sent in this question. What Nintendo system came out in 1997? 1997. Uh, N64. That is correct. <laughs> Melissa in Lake Minnetonka, Minnesota wants to know, uh, Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday... Uh, we're known f- uh, for being in a gunfight at the OK Corral. In what town in Arizona? Ooh. Think about the name of the movie that they were in. Uh, to- Tombstone. No helping, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And our last question comes from. Just- it was Tombstone, though, yeah? It was Tombstone, yes. I'll be your Our last question berry. comes from Justina in Kihei. Justina wants to know, what two teams are in the World Series this year? It's going to be a spooktober. The uh, Philadelphia and the Houston Astros. That is correct. You got three out of three. Very good. <laughs> I'm more concerned about your gravy. I don't know how you did it, but you did it, Chuck. And if you're concerned about your gravy levels, check us out every week, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Hawaii Standard Time for the Biscuits and Gravy Show. And that also means that that's the end of our show. And the end of the fun part of your week. We'll see you next time, guys. Chuck, we thank you for being back in the studio. It wasn't the same without you. I missed you. I missed you too, bro. And from me to you. Oh, oh. <laughs> 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 Boop, 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 boop. Quit now.